0: Listen, this morning after taking a break last week where we talked to members of our Mannheim BIC family that we have sent literally all over the world. This week we are diving back into the book of Acts. And we're going to pick up our story, the story of the book of Acts, coming out of Acts chapter 13, Acts chapter 14, and that that puts us in in the back half of the book of Acts, where we see this shift away from Jerusalem, right? Jerusalem is the place where this Jesus movement starts, and we, we see a shift of focus away from Jerusalem and out into the world. And at the same time, we see a shift to a focus now on Saul, who, who later becomes the Apostle Paul and his work. And we'll, we'll follow Paul's storyline for the rest of our time in the book of Acts. When we last saw Saul back in Acts chapter 9, and that was two weeks ago, he was convinced that he had all the right answers. He was convinced that he knew everything that there was to know about God. He he was a hostile religious extremist with, with murderous intent in his heart, was in no way looking for Jesus, but Jesus captures Saul's heart. And Saul is forever radically changed. And Saul then makes his way to this church in Antioch, a city that is located in modern-day southern Turkey, just north of the Syrian border, one of, one of the largest cities in the Roman Empire. Saul makes his way to this church in Antioch, and it's this church that is going to be critical for us this morning. And so, as the focus in Acts shifts, as we come into the second half of the book of Acts, it is a great time for us to watch part two of the Acts video. We watch part one about seven weeks ago. And I want to say again, the reason that I use these videos is simply because they do such a fantastic job of, of explaining the overall big picture of these books that we dive into on a Sunday morning. And secondly, I want to reinforce this resource for you. When you are digging through scripture on your own, and man, I hope you are digging through scripture on your own. But when you're doing that and you're wrestling with meaning, look you're, you're, you're trying to figure out what is this book about, check out these videos. They're online at bibleproject.com. They are free. And so let's watch this video right out of the gate this morning to see where the second part of the book of Acts is going to take us.
1: By showing us how the risen Jesus was exalted as the king of the world, He promised to send the Holy Spirit as his own personal presence to empower his followers to go out into the world and bear witness to the good news about his kingdom until he would return one day. And so the movement began in Jerusalem as the Spirit came and formed Jesus' followers into the new temple promised by the scriptural prophets. But this generated conflict with the leaders of Jerusalem, and so it led to the persecution of the Christians. But the Spirit transformed it into good. It actually became the means by which the originally Jewish Jesus communities were pushed outside Jerusalem to become a multi-ethnic international movement. And the flagship church of this diverse Jesus movement was in Antioch, the largest city in that part of the Roman Empire. So we left the story with Barnabas and Paul serving in the Antioch Church, and the Spirit prompts the church to send them on a missionary journey, which opens up a whole new section of the book. The story is about Paul and his co-workers traveling to different cities around the Roman Empire announcing the good news that Jesus is king. The first mission is into the interior of what's called Asia Minor, found in modern Turkey, and it ends with an important meeting of the apostles back in Jerusalem. The second mission is through Asia Minor and then into ancient Greece. And then the third mission is through that same territory again, and it concludes with Paul's journey all the way back to Jerusalem. Now, in recounting all these stories, Luke has highlighted a number of important themes by repeating them. So first is the continued mission to Israel. Whenever Paul enters a new city, he always goes first to the Jewish synagogue to share about the risen King Jesus and how he's forming a new multi-ethnic family of God. Now, most often, lots of people come to recognize Jesus as the Messiah, but some oppose Paul. Sometimes they even throw him out of town as a dangerous rebel who opposes the Torah and Jewish tradition. And this tension culminates after the first journey, leading to an important council in Jerusalem. So Paul discovers that there are some Jewish Christians in Antioch And they're claiming that unless non-Jewish people become Jewish by practicing circumcision, the Sabbath, obeying the kosher food laws, that they can't become part of Jesus's family. But Paul and Barnabas, they radically disagree. And so they take the debate to a leadership council in Jerusalem. Now there, Peter, Paul, and James, the brother of Jesus, they all show from the scriptures and from their experience that God's plan was always to include the nations within his covenant people. So they write a letter requiring non-Jewish Christians to stop participating in pagan temple sacrifices, but they don't require them to adopt an ethnically Jewish identity or obey the laws in the Torah. Now, this decision was groundbreaking for the history of the Jesus movement. Jesus, he's the Jewish Messiah, but he's also the risen king of all nations. And so one's membership among his people is not based on ethnic identity or following the laws of the Torah. It's based simply on trusting Jesus and then following his teachings. And it's this multi-ethnic reality of the Jesus movement that leads us to the next theme Luke wants us to see in the missionary journeys, namely the clash of cultures between the early Christians and the Greek and Roman world. Luke records multiple clashes in Philippi, Athens, and Ephesus. Paul goes and announces Jesus as the revelation of the one true God and as the king of the world, who shows up all other gods and idols as powerless and futile. And his message is consistently viewed as subversive to the Roman way of life, and he gets accused of being a dangerous social revolutionary. These stories show how the multi-ethnic, monotheistic Jesus communities did not fit into any cultural boxes known to the Roman people. The ancient world had just never seen anything like them. And the Christians aroused more than just suspicion. Another theme Luke repeats is how Paul and the Christians are constantly being accused of rebellion, even treason, against Caesar, the Roman emperor. People heard Paul correctly. He was announcing that there's another king, Jesus. And they also correctly saw that the Christian way of life was a challenge to many Roman cultural values. But every time Paul gets arrested and interrogated before Roman officials, they don't see any threat, and he's dismissed. These stories show us the paradox that the early church presented to the world. It was a Jewish messianic movement, but it was ethnically diverse, full of communities that treated men and women and rich and poor and slave and free all as equals. And they all gave their allegiance to King Jesus alone and no other god or king. And so their very existence, it turned upside down the core values of Roman culture, but the Christians posed no military threat because Jesus taught them to be people of peace. And so the only crime Paul and the Christians can be accused of is not conforming to the status quo. The book's final section returns the focus to Paul's witness spreading from Jerusalem to Rome. His final missionary journey ends back in Jerusalem, where his controversial reputation precedes him. He gets attacked by Jewish people who think that he's betrayed Israel, which attracts the attention of Roman soldiers who think Paul's a terrorist from Egypt starting a rebellion. And so he gets arrested. From here, Paul is put on trial, first before the Jewish leaders of the Sanhedrin in Jerusalem, but then before a series of Roman leaders in Caesarea. There's Governor Felix, who puts Paul off, or the next governor, Festus, who eventually brings Paul before King Agrippa. He ends up in prison for years, even though at each trial the charges never stick to him because all he's doing is announcing that his hope in the resurrection has been fulfilled in King Jesus. This is hardly a crime. But at this point, the Roman legal machine can't just turn him away, and so Paul ends up appealing to Rome's highest court. Now, you would think that all this prison time would be a setback for Paul because his heartbeat is to be on the road starting new Jesus communities. But the Spirit orchestrates everything for good in this book. And so the imprisonment gives Paul time to have his most important apostolic letters written. And these become the way that his missionary legacy is carried on long after he dies. Eventually, Paul was transferred as a prisoner to Rome. And after a terrifying near-death voyage across the Mediterranean, Paul ends up in house arrest in Rome, awaiting his delayed trial. And so he's able to host, in quite a nice house, regular meetings that reach Jews and Gentiles. And the book's final words are about how Paul is announcing the kingdom of God and boldly teaching all about the Lord, Jesus, the Messiah, totally unhindered, all happening right under Caesar's nose in Rome. The unified work of Luke-Acts, it does so much more than give us a history of Jesus and the early church. He's showing how the kingdom of God came on earth as in heaven through Jesus' life, death, and resurrection, through the coming of his spirit to empower the church to bear witness from Jerusalem to the ends of the earth. And as Luke has told the story, he's given us scores of example of what faithfulness to King Jesus looks like. It looks like sharing the good news of the risen King Jesus in word and in action. It means forming diverse Jesus communities where people of all kinds come together, where they're treated equally and give allegiance to King Jesus and live by his teachings. And all of this is done by trusting in the power and the guidance of the Spirit, to lead the way forward. And that's what the book of Acts is all about.
0: So just in the same way that that video started with the church in Antioch, that's where we're going to start in chapter 13. And here's the thing that intrigues me about this church there in Antioch is the good news of Jesus has been expanding outward from Jerusalem. So expanding in both a geographic sense, but also expanding by by as the good news of Jesus puts down roots in the hearts of all kinds of different people. The spread of the gospel up to this point has in large part been driven by a backlash against the early church that actually propels the story of Jesus out into the world as people talk about Christ wherever they go. And so to this point in the book of Acts, the spread of of the message of Jesus has been forced by persecution. That's how the, the church in Antioch gets its start as believers run away from Jerusalem because of the persecution connected to Stephen in Acts chapter six and Acts chapter seven, right? They flee to Antioch, but then something happens in Antioch. This church at Antioch willingly engages in spreading the message of Jesus in a way that totally rocks the world. So what others had been forced to do, this church in Antioch that they willingly embrace, they willingly send people out into the world to share Jesus. And so I've got to tell you, I've been wrestling with a question for most of this week and the question is this, what does this church at Antioch, what do they know that compels them to send people out to share the good news of Jesus? What do these people get that no one else seems to get? What does this church get that you and I need to get? And so in chapters 13 and 14, I'm gonna have us read the first couple of verses of 13 and then talk through the rest of 13 into 14, but I'm gonna come back to this question this morning. Here's what Acts 13 says. Among the prophets and teachers of the church at Antioch of Syria were Barnabas Simeon called the black man, Lucius from Cyrene, Manan, the childhood companion of King Herod right the same guy who has John the Baptist killed, if you know that story, and Saul. One day as these men were worshiping the Lord and fasting, the Holy Spirit said, dedicate Barnabas and Saul for the special work to which I have called them. So after more fasting and prayer, the men laid their hands on them and sent them on their way. And so as, as Saul and Barnabas are sent out by this church, the, the remainder of chapter 13 and then into chapter 14 give us their itinerary of, of every place that they go and what happens to them. This is, is at least a 1,000 mile journey hitting at least eight cities, a trip that takes months to complete. So if you're into maps, here's actually a map of every place that Saul and Barnabas go. From Antioch, they head to the coast, grab a boat, head to the island of Cyprus, land on the east coast there, go from town to town across the island, make it to the west coast. They have a confrontation on Cyprus with a sorcerer. The governor of the island becomes a believer. They then leave from the west coast of Cyprus, they mm-hmm. land in Perga, mm-hmm. which is now modern day, it's in the south this of modern day Turkey. They head inland yes. to a town named Antioch. This Antioch is in south central Turkey, not the Antioch from which they started.
2: So, there so Paul and Barnabas start, Bible start Bible in the Jewish
0: synagogue where they can um, address people who are familiar years. with the scriptures. Um, so in in they talk about ideas like around. sin it's and Messiah 700 and, 700 and redemption. Those are not new concepts to those in the Jewish
2: synagogue. Uh, but we also Paul
0: preaches and just like the sermons Jesus. that we see that, that Peter gives um, in the book of Acts makes a beeline to who Jesus is and what Jesus has done. A number of people turn to, to Christ, America, have their lives transformed, um, but then the crowds turn facilities. against Paul and Barnabas and so run them out side, of town.
2: Uh, 50 national Chapter 14 begins, Paul and
0: Barnabas go to the town of Iconium, and the exact same thing uh, happens. They start in the synagogue, um, people turn to Jesus, well. a mob shows up, a mob uh, that wants to kill them. And so, the so, so Paul and Barnabas run to the town staff, of Lystra, live and, and they're... Paul and Barnabas heal a crippled man. Lister is this is this is this city in the on, same area that local legend has it that the of, Greek the gods station, Zeus and Hermes had been the there before. That these people had ignored the Greek gods, and so the Greek uh, gods destroy mean, the place. Uh, So because Um, of this legend, the locals uh, of Lystra figure out that these two, Paul and Um, Barnabas, must be Zeus and Hermes, Um, and so so they try to worship them. Paul and Barnabas get that worked out, but then mobs show up in Lystra. This time they catch Paul, they stone him, they leave him for dead.
3: Paul gets up, next day walks back into the
0: town. He and Barnabas then go to the next town, Derby, and they share Christ there.
3: I was also able to come along
0: Eventually, these two backtrack team team, came, the way um, that they came, stopping by these new Jesus communities, and they stopped there courses. to strengthen and to encourage and the church.
3: Them as they they, they tell these churches to so expect, to expect
0: trouble. Not Thursday, a message that the American the church is prepared to hear. Not a message that the American church wants to hear. When they appoint Isaac leaders in these new Jesus communities. And as chapter 14 closes, Paul and Barnabas make it all the way back to Antioch so again, a, a round trip of about a thousand miles, and report back routine, everything um, that God us, has done for them and involves, through them uh, on their adventure.
3: Market here on Center, we see the end week, of chapter market, 14
0: and fresh saying this. And fruit. Finally, they returned by ship God to Antioch off, of Syria, where their journey had begun. Yes, the believers know. there Is had entrusted them yes. to the grace of God um, to and do and the work they had now morning, completed. And Isaac Upon and arriving in Antioch, down, they called the church the to together the school and school reported everything so, that Crystal God had, had done through them uh, and how He had opened the door of faith to the Gentiles. And they stayed there with the believers for a long time.
2: Some meats and boxed milk. You have to think. Any other little the end here of
0: Acts chapter 14, so is, as Paul and Barnabas report yeah, like back said, everything that has happened morning, to get them, get
2: there, get the guys what's this church, on church in Antioch We're about to send a team
0: and, out this summer to
2: El Salvador. We've got teams going day, all lunch,
1: over the place, but home, we've,
0: we've got this team going to El Salvador this summer.
2: So, so they're that's, actually that's
0: doing a fundraiser this Something next Tuesday, June 5th. It is their America, Taco Tuesday fundraiser. There's tickets available in the, the lobby. you want to grab those on your way out this morning.
2: So the boys finish up school. But can you
0: imagine if our team came back from help. El Salvador or so last week when we talked to these missionaries from all over the world? The and one of the way, questions we outside, asked them was, What does a typical day look like for you? Can you imagine if they um, came back Europeans here to Mannheim and pocket. reported we to us just a fraction
2: of what ready, Paul and,
0: uh, and Barnabas experienced spend spend the on their trip?
2: Encountering the, the demonic, day.
0: being chased by, by multiple mobs. Having to run for their the lives, not being see, quite fast enough, banana. getting caught, um, getting worked over stone, for left for dead. Trees, if our teams came back and reported trees, to us those kind of things, of ground, what would our response be?
2: We'd be seriously freaked out. To get to pick these Is that, that fair? Um, Do you know what the church in Antioch does?
0: one of the things we see here chapter 14 Paul and Barnabas are back hop, hop um, one chapter 4 philoms. into the end of chapter and 15 abilum, and this church sends Paul back to the again. very same place um, the
3: women here carry them a little bit differently than what
0: we might expect. so that gets me back to my question man, you carry your what your does shoulder, the church at Antioch, Antioch know uh, that compels the them to send um, people out to share the good news of Jesus? Garden, produce. <laughs> what does this um, church get that we need to get and understand in 20 They put them on
3: their heads, um, so they actually. We put hop the all the way back to the front
0: part of, of Acts 13, those back. first three verses. There, That's
3: something you don't see in Manhattan.
2: So, the the church Indian in Antioch knows, knows that following Jesus, in public places in stores, and stores, sharing Jesus uh, in America is no sure no servant this church is started by
0: those who know danger. This church is started by people
2: who um, flee persecution that, that uh, we see back in Acts chapter, chapter 6, Acts not, chapter 7. What you might call a machete. So these five names that, that we have here, these guys the are
0: literally a picture of what we have been They're seeing happen around. throughout it's, it's, the it's book of Acts. Body.
2: They've, they've as
0: as the them good them news them. of Jesus that God he has so young loved us so through Jesus Christ that, that, that he makes freedom available to us that, that the gospel is kicking uh, down ethnic and band racial, band, racial and national and um, religious and socioeconomic doors and all kinds of people are coming garden, to know Jesus Christ getting out
3: the tractor and the plow. Um, they actually Barnabas set, is not from Jerusalem, but
0: he he's, um, he's so been there, and the church and in see, Jerusalem sends him um, to Antioch. The hill, the hill we see side, that back in Acts um, chapter eleven, covered in fire and smoke. Simeon um, and is a guy who is who here. is most likely from continental Africa. Lucius is from modern day Libya. Manan is thought to be praying the praying foster brother that, of this oh, murderous king tent, that we see and in I verse chapter one.
3: To the Baruga,
0: right, we, we've the looked at Saul's story. The these five are so very different. But so as the, the as the good news of Jesus has expanded out from Jerusalem, away, uh, from it has, has taken ahead. root in their lives, and it probably hasn't been that long ago. And so as these five have had this absolutely life-changing, radically transforming so experience with year, Jesus.
2: Um, in June after the school As years, they look out into a world that is steeped
0: in bad news, they are compelled are to Earth. share the good news so of Jesus
2: our boys that they have only recently come to know themselves. To leaving,
0: and they are um, so and, compelled and to share Jesus to that this church that is willing to sacrifice, sacrifice people.
2: Especially See, Paul and friends Barnabas... In, in are the not previous. the B team. So you can just pray for us. Paul and Barnabas aren't being
0: called up from the miners. They are key leaders in meeting. this church <laughs> at Antioch, and this church, and this church feels feel so win. strongly; they are, are so strongly like compelled or, to share the good news of Jesus that they their their willingly friends friends send out their best leaders.
2: At all time, I'm convinced that so they, just they just do for, this, the boys, that
0: they're willing to see see the send boys. out their key leaders because their focus is locked on God. Hi, I'm Natalie in these and opening I verses, we see that the church Sunday in Antioch, this March. But they, they, they are spending their time in worship, which means that they are focused on God. In they're city, fasting, North which means North. they are getting rid of get, getting rid of any distractions that prevent Hindus them from seeing God. Religions. they, they uh, are praying, they are talking to God, and to as they look to God, so God shows up.
3: Student, so my days are full of learning Do you know what happens? And God shows up. I am living in a You know what happens setting. if
0: you let God so, be um, God?
3: I'm surrounded by uh,
0: He starts breaking out of the little boxes that we have India. put him in. He so starts kicking I down your doors. He with, reveals um, himself in ways that you have never expected. He reveals himself to be the God as he actually is. A typical day for me, this God that has loved you and I through Jesus uh, is by His very nature ascending God. Uh, and then my Hindi class. These people in Antioch after know it because class, they have experienced uh, it. God has, has sent or, people into uh, their lives. These people in Antioch hot, know it because uh, they they, they, they usually, see this one one as they two. look to God, and that and He, and he is ascending God. They see that as they focus on
3: I found a quote that says this beautifully.
0: Um, God is ascending God.
3: I'm again.
0: Page after page uh, of Scripture shows how God sent His people out six. to make Him known.
3: Uh,
0: but we I can see this most bit, clearly in the eight, incarnation Jesus will see. God Himself left thinking. His place of glory, took on flesh, uh, and dwelt and among that, people to I'll reveal God's, God's goodness and His plan to here, redeem them. Sending a and going at the very heart of God, and it should be for us uh, as
3: well. Christ's followers take on an identity so so as being sent by God for the
0: purpose of helping others discover their own Christ-given
3: identity. We all have
0: this compelling identity. This is why we make disciples. This is why we go uh,
3: especially now, I just wherever got we are, um, I'm because the good kind of news of the, the gospel culture, that we so believe
0: my, now compels us to go and do to that, help others believe what yeah, The gospel calls us to give drink to the thirsty, physically exhausting, nourishment and to the hungry, exhausted. medicine um, to the sick, yeah, friendship for the imprisoned, clothes for the cold and the homeless, that, and security for the orphan, help for the widow, and hope for all. So we, we ought to do I these things out of human decency, but deeper than that for the Christian, we are compelled to act in these day. ways because um, of what Jesus has done week, for us. Uh,
3: we have been over Those who have been loved, day, I give think. Love. Um, that's so, who Christ yeah, you know, makes us to like become sent ones now living uh, in living
0: abundant in life with the sent one. we become followers of Jesus, sent to make disciples with Jesus among yeah, our neighbors the and unto and the Here the is
3: certainly one thing that's different um, So if this I mean, is the thing so that things
0: things the church in Antioch uh, understands I'm
3: living in a, a small the God in is Indiana's ascending
0: city. God. If this but is what compels kind of them to share the, the good news of Jesus, um, no matter the danger, the no matter the opposition, no matter and the cost.
3: in Acts so 13, Acts 14 are full of danger,
1: full of opposition, and full of But then and you
3: full also still have bicycle rickshaws this. hand-drawn carts.
1: Um, Do you, you ever get bored with church?
3: Animals, particularly dogs and cows
0: everywhere, he's gonna see Calves everywhere,
3: which you might think sounds a lot like Mannheim, but I mean they're standing in the middle of the street, and you, you have know why to walk around them, or you have to walk around them, or
0: it's not because we just did this last Sunday.
3: It's not
0: because the um, worship team is off so it's key. It's not because the guy up front is droning to, on and on yeah, and on. It's because like, we have oh, made church you know, way too comfortable.
3: A bit further this way so I don't get too close to that cow.
0: The food's we have domesticated too. this thing. Um, we have made this safe. I, still a lot and I don't know potatoes, about you, but, but I do not, not see really safe. I do not see any comfortable any. when um, I look um, at Acts chapter 13 and Acts chapter 14.
3: Is vegetarian, so it's a lot In 2018,
0: of, uh, we have lost uh, sight of something and, um, that um, Acts 13 and 14 remind like, like us bread of. a
3: friend called roti um, and some very cooked... Vegetables,
0: um, that following Jesus the vegetables is meant to be costliest. Um, so the
3: costliest
0: calling you to surrender everything spicy, the most revolutionary um, most central to, you to right who you are kind of thing that there is
3: I would the church of Antioch knows this up language study
0: Paul and uh, Barnabas it's very know this. easy
3: to hit a wall and get we frustrated and feel like I'm not making progress when you
0: are um, are willingly stepping into impossible things in the name of Jesus saying, well, when you chase after a mission before. that that uh, you have no way yeah, of pulling uh, off on your own when when you go after something so much case. bigger than you um, when, when and, you're following Jesus
1: make progress
0: and sharing Jesus is supposed to of just be some. a normal part of, of following a Jesus, right? This is we'll this is real life. You talk be, about uh, what you love. When you're following so Jesus costs you, and I think that's the problem, uh, so is that we have settled for, for a kind of Christianity that, that does and not that cost us anything. When your following of Jesus costs you it forces uh, you to depend on, to uh, actually need an I'm unstoppable God. That's when things get
3: exciting. Sometimes I don't get, get to interact with them for very long because uh, they kind of come and go from this place where we live. Uh, so
0: the church in Antioch knows really that we follow uh, a God, we serve a God who is absolutely them, uh, unstoppable. So that I can A God who is committed to the spreading of his glory and his fame and his renown across the face of the earth by drawing people to himself. And the church in Antioch, they see this, they want to be a part of this, they want in on this. Do we, MBIC, do we want in on this? Do you? Do you want in on this? We're going to end this morning by singing about our unstoppable God.
4: thank you. Um, Just to hear the background noise with Natalie's, and and I understand with the goods that they could almost make a blooper video with the boys photobombing. Um, we, We only saw a little bit of it, but those boys are classic. So my task this morning is just to draw things together as well as to mention a few other things Um, a few other people. Uh, Again, just to repeat with Natalie, we do have to be careful with the security concerns uh, about um, where she is and what she's doing. In the lobby, we uh, have a table with um, information, some of the most recent prayer letters and cards in case you don't have any. For some of you, this will be new coming across some of these people, but we do have those there um, for you just to be praying for them and to follow them. Um, and so again, those are at a table in the lobby. Now, in the bulletin, you'll see that there are two more people that are listed of um, short-term trips that they're going to be taking. Jesse Groob was one of the people that came up last week, last Sunday, and shared his story. Jesse will be leaving this week for ministry with YWAM, um, going to Montana, so you can be praying for him. Taylor Hunsecker will be going later this summer to spend... um, three months in Africa, so you're going to be praying for her. And Brian Auer, uh, we will have something in the bulletin for him. He will be going to Zimbabwe in mid-June for about a week and a half. So there's a number of things going on that way with some of our, um, some of our people from the church. Don't want to forget Mackenzie Burkholder, um, Matt and Karen's daughter, is still doing uh, a ministry with YWAM. So there's a number of things going on. Um, that's why we put it in the bulletin so that you're aware of it and just to keep up because sometimes it's, it's just a lot to, to keep up that way. Um, but I want to mention two other things. Um, certainly we would encourage you to be praying for these people, support as much as possible. But locally, um, a couple of things just to mention that are also listed in the bulletin. You've heard me talk about the Mannheim Project. It's been mentioned before. That will be starting in about two months where we are joining together. There are 10 area churches where we're joining together to work on small house projects for people in Mannheim. Um, We've got a a good response so far from people in the church in terms of volunteering, um, but that is still open. If you'd like to give half a day or an entire week or something in between, um, we're open to that. And we are also looking in early September to open what's called a Home of Hope there's been something in the bulletin recently about it. I've mentioned before the housing need that's, that's very much real here in this area, and we are looking to start a transitional house, a place for someone who is either homeless or being evicted and needs a place to live um, to be able to stay for four to six months as they get on their feet. It's for families primarily, but sometimes for a single person, depending on, on the timing and the need. So that's some of what's going on just locally as well. All right? What I want to do now is just to pray for these people. So will you join me as I lead us in prayer? Lord, thank you for the chance to watch the videos of these three pe—these peop- four people from our church. Um, thank you for what you've given them to do. Thank you for the others that will be heading out shortly for short-term trips uh, ministries, thank you for what's going on that way. But we especially pray for Autumn this morning. We pray that you will give her many open doors in her um, her ministry, especially with the summer camps coming up. We pray for your blessing that way. For Andrew and Crystal, thanks for them. Thanks for their boys, and we pray you will bless them as a family, provide all they need, and thanks that they can be part of this dedication of the Bible shortly. We pray that you'll help the boys especially as as friends will be leaving and help them to be able to make that transition, missing their friends for a period of time. And Lord, for Natalie, we pray that you will bless her as she adjusts to the culture, as she does her language study, and with her friendships. Lord, we pray that you'll provide in every way for what she needs, and thank you for, uh, again, the the chance to be um, sharing with her in a place that needs you so desperately. Lord, in all these things, we give you our thanks. Thank you that we... Um, we can be behind people in faraway places but thank you that you've given us ministry open doors here in our own community and lord we pray for your blessing as the manheim project gets started soon and then with a home of hope lord we commit these to you in jesus name we pray amen